You are the foundation of your family. You are the firm footing they build their lives on. You carry a glorious burden and you never dream of laying it down. You carry it with joy and gratitude. You show up even when you don't feel like it. You lead, serve, love, and protect. You are a father. This is the Dad Work Podcast, where men are forged into elite husbands and fathers by learning what it takes to become harder to kill, easier to love, and equipped to lead. Get ready to start building the only legacy that truly matters, your family. Welcome to the show. My name is Kurt Storing, your host and the founder of Dad Work. This is the first episode of this podcast. And you know what? I am re-recording this in November 2022. We started out in September 2021. We are just around the 100,000 download mark now with our goal in 2023 to get to 1 million downloads in order to help so many dads become elite men, husbands, and fathers. And guys, the point of this podcast, here's probably why you're listening to episode number one. Maybe you've seen me on Instagram. Maybe you saw another podcast and you want to go back and listen and go, okay, what is this all about? So here is what we're going to talk about. I'm going to talk about the purpose of the show, talk about my story and what you might be able to learn from me and why I'm doing this in the first place, what to expect and uh, where else to find us if you want to continue to listen. So the purpose of the show, first of all, is to help you as a man, husband, and father become harder to kill, easier to love and equipped to lead. That is my formula for nuanced, mature, balanced masculinity that I think the world is missing. Because on the one side, you have the super hardcore alpha, get ripped and just try harder, bro, on the one side. And then you've got the conscious flow, bro, feeling everything, pushovers on the other side. But there's not a lot of people talking about this balanced center. And that's where I think we come in now with dad work, which is I want you guys to be hard to kill. I want you to be savage. I want you to be an absolute warrior who can defend his family, but you should also equally be gentle and soft and easy to love when the situation calls for it. You need to be equipped to lead. That means you cannot be a pushover. It means you need direction. It means you need vision. It means you need a purpose. It means you need to know where you're going, how to get there, and how to get your family to buy into that along the way. All of those things put together, in my mind, create an elite man. And that's who we are trying to build here. That is the journey that I have spent many years trying to forge myself into, and it was painful. And so the point of this podcast, the point of dad work, is to save you the pain and the suffering and nearly costing it all that I experienced. And guys, I think that we are at an important crossroads in the world today. I think that masculinity is under attack. I think that men are under attack, and I think we're letting that win. Whatever that is, you can take your pick. I'm not going to go into that, but I think it's very clear that there is a concerted effort on the part of someone or something to make men weak and easy to control and soft and terrible leaders and to get dads out of the family. Because if dads were in the family leading well, leading appropriately, easy to love, hard to kill, equipped to lead, if we had those dads, we would have children growing up with the same qualities, leaders, strong boys and girls who grew up to live their lives in a way that was right, that was moral, that uplifted other people, that was compassionate, that was resilient, that made the world a better place. And that would just 
take a couple of generations from where we're at now, which is why we're doing this show so that we can have that life so that men snap out of it. And guys, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that I love to trigger you on purpose. And here's why I want to trigger you now while you still have a shot, a chance to make your family the legacy that you want to leave behind this beautiful, wonderful, full on legacy of love and compassion and leadership. I want you to do that now while you have a chance rather than being triggered 20 years from now when you don't do anything different and you keep living the life you're living and you wake up one day and your wife is gone and your kids don't answer your calls. They call you on Christmas and that's it and you've lost everything that truly matters to you. That is what is at stake. I have worked with too many men who come to me too late when their wives have already left them, usually for other men. Their children are doing things like ODing or they're having massive behavior issues. They're yelling at them. They're not listening. They're being disrespectful. They're having a hard time in school. All of this is a very real consequence, which is why I don't pull any punches here. Okay, I don't want you to have to go through that. I almost went through all of that. And the thing is, a lot of people don't talk about this consequence of not doing the dad work is that every day sucks. When you wake up every day, knowing that you're going to screw up as a father in your most important area of life, it sucks. You just feel terrible all the time. And I'm here to tell you, you do not have to feel like that. You don't have to be like that every day. You don't have to dread waking up. You don't have to dread, oh, what am I going to screw up today as a father and a husband? That can all be solved and it takes some work. And that's what we're here for. So guys, my story very quickly, you'll hear it as you listen to this podcast uh, a little bit here and there, actually a lot here and there, you'll get to know who I am. And actually I've had uh, guys who join our men's groups uh, say they've stopped listening because it felt unfair that they knew more about me than I was able to learn about them just with our, uh, our weekly catch-ups and our text messages and stuff like that. So uh, you will learn who I am, why I'm doing this, but quick story. I uh, became a dad at 23. My wife and I have been married for 10 plus years now, just about 11. We've got a nine, seven and two year old boys uh, with another on the way as of this recording in November, 2022. But when I became a dad, like I said, I was quite young. I had no leadership skills. I didn't have anyone in my life who was leading me. I did not learn any of these skills from my dad. I didn't have any uh, men in my day-to-day -day life uh, who were actually leading me, guiding me, telling me what to do, what to expect. I just got married, had a kid because that's what I was supposed to do. And I met my wife and was super excited about her, super in love with her. And uh, as soon as the first baby came, uh, my oldest son, I was like, oh man, I have no idea what to do. And instead of trying to learn something about it, I was in a place where I was so uh, egotistical, perfectionist, uh, prideful that I just tried to do basically what made me feel less terrible, which was work more. And so I just worked all the time and I would snap at my kid. I would snap at my wife. I was a terrible husband and father. Nobody liked to be around me. Uh, this continued for two years until we had our second son and I was still bad. I didn't really improve all that much, to be quite honest, other than working on my business and growing that. And that was improving and things looked good on the outside, but I was terrible on the inside. I was yelling. I was feeling ashamed every time I yelled. And it was a cycle where I just like, oh, it would build on itself. I'd do something terrible. I'd hate myself for it. I'd call myself names. I wouldn't be able to come out of that for usually weeks. And I would just be more and more and more miserable. And it got to a point where, you know, we were traveling the world at this point. We lived in Thailand and Eastern Europe for a little while um, because I was running an online business uh, that I ended up selling most of a couple of years ago. And we just thought, okay, we'll travel. Maybe that'll, you know, snap us out of something where I wasn't even trying to snap out of something, to be honest. I was just living life and thought that I sucked. And well, it's too bad that I suck at parenting and fatherhood and, uh, and marriage, but who knows? Let's try and go on an adventure here. So we moved to Thailand and that was sort of the first of skimming along rock bottom for me. 
uh, as soon as I removed myself from the habits that I was using to stay at least somewhat grounded and stepped into this new reality of knowing nothing about this country, all alone, even more alone than I already was because I felt alone for ages, uh, basically the the wheels came off and I just hit rock bottom. I got to a point where uh, you know my wife basically said, if you don't sort this out, I'm taking the kids and going back to Canada and you can you know screw off sort of thing, which I am so grateful that she even gave me that much warning and that much time because I was dreadful for the first number of years of our marriage. So I will forever be grateful for her support and her love because it probably, it saved me. It saved everything. The fact that she could be that strong. Um, but anyway, I got to this point where I thought I was the worst part of my kids' lives. I thought I was the worst part of my wife's life. I knew the statistics of how bad children grow up in fatherless homes. Uh, you know, a lot of incarceration, a lot of drugs, a lot of gang, a lot of everything like that. I knew all that. And yet I still thought, they would be better off without me. And things got dark, as you can imagine. When you have that thought in your head and you start looking up ways to make that happen in the most clean way that would not traumatize your family, as though as though that would even make a difference, right? That's where my head was at. I was like, well, I, I'm not going to run away. Might as well just end it all. So that was my sort of darkest period. And it should have been awesome because we were overseas. I was having a good business. Everything was fine on the outside. But man, I was struggling on the inside and making it terrible and just about made an irreversible decision. Thank God I did not. So through that, I committed just one more day. One more day of hope. I had a little bit, I, I was just optimistic for some reason. I had no idea why. At some point I came across mindfulness and realizing that you can actually grow your mindset. You can have a growth mindset. You don't have to suffer where you are. You can improve and grow and everything. And I started making that my full-time job. I know my business suffered because of it. I know everything else in my life suffered because of it, but it was so important that I finally became the man that I needed to be because I was hating myself for what I was putting my wife and kids through. What a terrible father and husband I was. And I needed to get better no matter what. And so this little hope, this little ray of hope, this little optimism, which guys I'm telling you is always out there no matter where you're at, you can get better. You can pull through this. I got through it and I know you can too because I had nothing. I was just flying by the seat of my pants. And now here I am uh, in 2022, absolutely loving life, feeling fired up every moment that I'm alive. Every morning I'm grateful. And now I get to help men like you who might not have been taught these things from their fathers, from society, because there's some basic stuff here, guys. It's not rocket science, but nobody talks about this. And guys, it is almost impossible to do alone. In fact, I would say it is impossible to do alone. So I learned a whole bunch of stuff. It take me, I don't know, this is like nine, almost 10 years of parenting now, uh, 10 plus years of marriage. And at most of that time, I have been trying to sort this stuff out. By the grace of God alone, I was able to figure this out. And I sort of made it work. Everything felt better. I was loving. I was open. I was calm. I was not yelling anymore. I was able to hold space for my wife and kids. I was more balanced. I was able to lead. I sorted everything out by becoming a better man. And you know what, guys? It started with me. I had to be the one to do the work. I had to be the one to lead. I had to realize that nobody was coming to save me. And it wasn't my fault that nobody told me this. And guys, that's important. It wasn't your fault that your dad did whatever he did that you blame him for. It's not your fault that society failed you. It's not your fault that you're in the circumstances you're in. But it is your 100% responsibility to get out of it. Nobody's coming to save you. You must take extreme ownership. And as soon as you get out of victim mindset, everything changes. We'll be talking a lot about that on the podcast. So I hope that if that is where you guys are at, you understand that I'm not calling you out. I'm trying to call you up. I'm not condemning you. I'm trying to convict you to make a change because as soon as you take action, action is the antidote to average, to apathy, to pathetic life where you let it run you rather than the other way around. So guys, I want you to take a lot of action listening to this podcast. I'm going to give you a lot of ideas on things to do. 
But that was the long and the short of it. I went from terrible man, husband, and father to uh, what I consider an excellent man, husband, and father, a leader of men. Uh, I work now with guys in my groups, in my programs, coaching them. And I'm able to lead these men, these dads, most of whom they've made it. You know, they've got the business, they've made some money. They're maybe even, some of them are even fit. You know, they've got two good prongs of life sorted out. But the thing that matters most, the relationships, the family, they don't have that dialed in. And so they are suffering. They would give it all up if they could just focus on the family and have that back and have their wife look at them longingly with romance in her eyes, with desire in her eyes, with trust, with intimacy, any of that. If they could just have that one look back from when they first got married, if they could have their kids listen to them, if their kids would follow them, do as they do, do as they say, be obedient, but also their own people grow into resilient, loving human beings who follow their father and want his advice all of these amazing things, basically as a father as well, feeling that joy, that peace, that contentment of leadership and a job well done, that when I'm on my deathbed, I want to look back and have zero regrets. Man, I did a good job leading my family. Part of my desire, part of my big vision is to be the patriarch of a massive family. Look, I don't care about Rolexes. I don't care about buying a Mercedes. I don't care about any of that kind of stuff. I want a hundred great grandchildren who love each other and who are equipped to deal with the world and slay the dragons of the world together. I want to be the captain of that ship. That is the legacy that I care about. And guys, that is the only legacy that truly matters. Who will your family be because of you? You are the foundation of your family. If you are cracked, if you are broken, if you are non-existent, they will not be able to build a strong structure that stands. That is your job and that is my job here with Dad Work to help you build that, to help you become the strong, firm foundation, the rock for your family and be here for you so you don't have to do that alone. Because guys, here's the thing. You ever heard of lone wolves? Of course you have. Everyone goes, oh yeah, I'm a lone wolf, man. I'm a self-made man. That's so stupid. You know why? Lone wolves, they die or they go back to the pack. They're not taking down massive game and they're certainly not raising cubs. This idea of the lone wolf is ridiculous. And one of the biggest things that changed my life was brotherhood. Intentional other men in my life who could speak into my life to love me, to support me, to challenge me, and to make sure that I stayed on track to my North Stars, where I wanted to go, who I wanted to be. That is a game changer. So you will hear a lot of episodes, conversations about that in this podcast over the next however long you're going to listen here. But there's something about being in brotherhood with other men that will change your life. I guarantee it. Even if you did nothing else, if you just got into a group of other men doing this work, trying to be better men, husbands, and fathers, you'll simply become that as well. You can't fail when you add that to the to the equation. That's why it's such an important part of all of our programs that we run men through. And so what to expect from the Dad Work Podcast. We talk to successful fathers mostly, uh, and by that I mean not non-successful fathers. We talk to mostly successful fathers, uh, but we also talk to other men and a couple of women along the way as well. In fact, we just had an episode with my wife, which is amazing. Uh, I think that was in the one teens, 115 or 114 or something like that. If you jump forward and want to listen to that, that's a great way to get uh, my wife's pr perspective on this whole story and uh, see what has worked for us. But we have amazing conversations. We dive deep. I don't like talking about, you know, the, oh, why did you write this book? Why did you start to write? You know, like the basic questions that most people ask, I pride myself on trying to go deep as quickly as possible and creating a space for the guests to do that so that you can learn from their story. Because one of the most important things as a man and a father is to realize you're actually not alone. You might feel special, like nobody can understand you. I'm here to tell you, you are not unique. You are not special. And that's a good thing. 
You, whatever you have gone through, I guarantee you, I have heard something similar. I have heard the exact same thing, or I have heard something equally as hard or, you know, disappointing or whatever it is. Nothing can shock me anymore because I've been in circles and groups with men who have shared things with me and other men around us that they've never told anyone before. Okay. That's the power that we have here. And so you are not alone. And you'll hear from the stories of the men I interview on this podcast, you're definitely not alone. And there is a way through. There's a path to being an elite man, husband, and father. And we're going to show you on this show what that path is. We're going to talk about how people got where they are. We're going to talk about actionable tips to apply to your own life to become that elite man, husband, and father, and how you build the only legacy that truly matters, which is your family. Now, one thing I want you guys to know, this is an important point. I'm going to add another episode specifically on this as well. Around episode 98, 99, something like that, uh, you'll notice a change. You'll notice a shift in the things that I'm talking about, the men that I'm bringing on, and my general demeanor as well. And that's because in that time period, I became a Christian, whereas before I was operating under this I'm not even sure, spirituality mindset, almost new age in a sense, uh, if you've heard of that, where, you know, I was just trying to unpale all the layers. I was trying to go super emotional because, you know, that that was where I needed. That's what I needed. I needed to become an emotional master, which guys, you absolutely need to do, but it's just a piece of the puzzle. And I was taking it out to be a much bigger piece of the puzzle from episode one all the way through to like episode 98 or something like that. So there's a bunch, like I'm talking about a bunch of good, useful content in the first 98 episodes that I think you'll get a lot out of. And I want to be very upfront and transparent that I do not believe in many of the things that I talked about uh, anymore. Things that are more, you know, so-called spiritual or new age or, you know, just finding the perfect little being inside yourself if you unwrap enough layers of the onion and go all the way back to childhood and all the rest of that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of good stuff. And I now operate from a new worldview. And that's just how it is. So if you don't like the new worldview, uh, don't listen to the podcast and go back and listen to the first 98 and then stop. Who knows? But I really truly hope and pray that you do listen to whatever the ones are calling on you in terms of the the topics and the the guests. You know what? If you are a brother, if you are a believer, then uh, you'll get most out of episodes, I think 99 or 100 onward. And uh, you know what? There's something to be learned for all of us. We don't need to be so separated and divisive. If you want to listen to the old ones and if you want to listen to the new ones, you'll get something out of them either way if you keep an open mind and if you are not quick to judge. So that's something I'm working on as well. We can do that together. But I think it's important so that if you're listening, you're not like, wow, this is the best podcast ever. Oh my goodness, what happened in episode 99 or 100, whatever it is. And vice versa, if you start with the new episodes, which I know like thousands of you guys are doing that now, and you come back and start at the beginning, you're like, whoa, this doesn't sound anything like what I thought it was. So fully transparent upfront. That is my journey. Nothing I'm going to say else other than that. Uh, I think I'm going to add an episode between 98, 99, wherever I said it was, uh, just explaining that transition more, explaining my testimony, a little bit why I think this is the way and what it has done for me. So if you want to listen to that story, uh, you can definitely jump ahead and check that out. But guys, you can also find us on Instagram, dadwork.curt. There are now, guys, I've made it. There are fake Dadwork Kurt accounts, and they usually have like a one or an underscore or something at the end of the name. Please don't interact with those guys. You can just report them. Mine is dadwork.kurt. I think at time of recording, we've got like 53,000 followers. So uh, that is a legit one, the one with the most followers. Most active on Instagram will be on LinkedIn as well. You can find me, Kurt Storing or Dadwork. And uh, you can also find the Elite Dad Habit Stack for free. That is my 
personal habit stack that I've developed over the last number of years that has me dialed in and showing up as an excellent man, husband, and father, even when I don't feel like it, uh, just because I am so bought into the things that I do every day. So there are things on there that make me harder to kill, like working out, eating well. There are things that make me easier to love, like one-on-one time, uh, support for my wife, intentional time with my kids. And there are things that I do to make myself more equipped to lead, like reading journaling, being intentional, setting a plan, setting a vision, all that kind of stuff you will find on there. You can find that at dad.work slash habits. Dad.work is our website. Unlike .com, it's .work. So dad.work slash habits. You can get the Elite Dad Habit Stack there for free. And uh, guys, I think that's all for now. So hopefully that made some sense. Uh, get you a little bit of a rundown. We are here to make the world a better place. We are here to save men from mediocrity. We are here to give our children the hope that they didn't have before you started doing dad work. And that's what this is all about. It is for them. It is for our wives. It is for you though as well because you are a human being and you are important and you are a man and you deserve to feel respect for yourself. And guys, that is one of the things that you'll hear me talk about in the later episodes is that we need to do things that allow us to respect ourselves. Never mind self-love. This is something I've talked to my friend Ryan King about. Self-respect by doing the disciplined things every single day that lead to the outcome you want and the vision for your family is one of the most important things you can possibly cultivate as a man. So that's self-respect. And it takes doing the hard work. It takes making the right decisions, even if they're uncomfortable and not being a pushover. It's about leadership, guys. And it all starts with you. And I hope it starts here with the Dad Work Podcast. Would love for you to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, wherever you're listening. If you enjoy this, please leave a rating and review so more men can find us as well, because that is how we get this into the hands of more men who need it so that they can change their lives and then change their families' lives so their kids can grow up completely different than they otherwise would have in a much better world. All right, guys, thank you for being here. Thank you for checking us out. If you liked us, carry on listening and we will see you back here in whatever episode you pick up on next. Thank you again for listening. We'll see you back here soon. Thank you for listening to the Dad Work Podcast. That's it for this episode. But if you would like to stay in touch between weekly episodes, why don't you go over to Instagram and follow me there because I drop a number of things throughout the week that are related to what we talk about on this podcast, but usually go a little bit deeper, provide some tips. You can find me on Instagram at dadwork.curt. That's D-A-D-W-O-R-K dot C-U-R-T. And please, if you have been getting something out of this podcast, if it has touched you, if it has improved your marriage, your parenting, your life, would you please leave a quick review on Apple or Spotify? leave a rating. If you have a few extra seconds, leave a quick review. That's the best way that we can get this work in the hands of more fathers. And I truly believe that we change the world one father at a time because each father that parents better, that loves better, raises children who do the same. And in just a couple of generations, I feel like we could be living in a world much better than the one we live in today. Your review will help along that path. And I thank you so much for being here to listen. Until next week, we'll see you then.